Hi everyone, welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel and I am back with another amazing story about New York City. And as you know, I am on vacation, so that is why I do not have my microphone with me and my audio sounds like this. Stick with me, I just wanted to give you a quick intro, some Rachel's recs. Like I said, I am away, so I would love to hear what you guys are getting up to in New York City. I am, of course, missing it, as you would assume. So feel free to DM me on Instagram, send me an email, something, and let me know what cool shit is going on in the city right now. I am missing it. I am having a blast, but I cannot wait to get back and enjoy some good stuff. Okay, so let me give you two Rachel's recs, and then we'll get you to this great episode. First up is my recommendation, and it is a place that I went to recently on a long bike ride. Shout out Ridgewood Rides. We did a great bike ride, and it is in Elmhurst. It is a delicious Thai restaurant. I don't know how to pronounce it. You guys know this is a constant problem. It's Pata Paplion. Pata Paplion. Pata Paplion. Something like that. Anyways, great food. They've got cocktails. It's a tiny little room, but everything is delicious. You can watch them make the food like right there. It's so cool. They had one veggie option. That's what I got. So good. Everyone got like a bunch of spicy noodles. Just absolutely delicious. It would be a great place for you to do, like I said, a summer bike ride. Fully recommend it. So good. So go check out I don't know, Paplian, something like that. Okay, next up was your request. Someone just wrote in and only in New York, which was hilarious. So I don't know, came to mind for me. I love this place. It's in Midtown. It's on West 37th Street. Every time I'm in that area, I go. It is called Magazine Cafe. It's just this, of course, only in New York magazine shop. They have every magazine in the world you could ever think of. Like seriously, like we're talking like Italian Vogue. We're talking Hot Rod magazines, all of that. But on top of all of these magazines, they also have like great, really lovely, beautiful like notebooks and journals and weird ass pens and different colors and expensive pens and snacks. And then they also have like quick draw so you can gamble while you're there. I just love it. Every time I'm in the area, I pop in, I pick something up. Go check out Magazine Cave. Go say hi to the guys. It's on 37th Street. Those are it, guys. Those are Rachel's Rex. It is a delicious Thai spot in Queens and a magazine shop in Manhattan. That's New York City, and I love it. Let's get into our show for today. I think you guys are going to love this one. It's heartfelt. It's great. Okay, like many New Yorkers, she has a lot of multi-hyphenates. She is a philanthropist. She is a model. She is a style enthusiast. She is a designer. Most of all, all of these things can be under one title of artist in New York City. Please welcome to the show, Shaquita Garcia. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. I'm so excited to talk to what I would call a New York City icon fashionista, style enthusiast. Well, I mean, whatever you feel comfortable with, but you to me so distinctly have what I can only describe as New York style. You would not see anyone dressing, pulling the looks, having the thoughts that you do if they were not a New Yorker. And I love to see it so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just a note, I am originally from Cleveland, Ohio, so I'm not a native New Yorker. <laughs> That's okay. We all become New Yorkers <laughs> over time. You know, if you're here long enough and we'll find out about that, you're a New Yorker. And I think your style and sensibility and seeing the things that you do very much Yes. make you a New Yorker. But let's talk a bit about that. Like, I want to know about you have a label that you design for, you model your husband and you put together looks that are just so inspiring and interesting. How did this love and fascination 
before fashion started? So my love for fashion started very young because my my dad is also a stylist and a designer. So I kind of like inherited his brain in that aspect. Ah. You know, once I got my own job and was able to start like buying my own clothes, then it was history from there. I'm sort of wondering if moving to New York created this like designer itch or were you designing forever? Um, I was designing forever. Originally, I say originally because I cured myself, but I was epileptic. Oh, wow. Yes. People who have epilepsy tend to be very artistic. Most of us use the artistic side of our brains more actively. So I didn't know at the time that that was kind of like an outlet for me. So I would design prints. I designed clothes, editorial fanatic. Like I studied magazines, the poses that models did. You know, I read GQ, Vogue, whatever change I could like scrape up from the sofa, I would go <laughs> and buy a magazine. Um, so like a lot of people see my Instagram today and they're like, oh, well, you know, how is it that you know how to pose like that? Or, you know, how do you know how to put pieces together like that? But I'm just it's like years and years of consumption of editorials. Oh, my gosh. That is absolutely fascinating. First of all, <laughs> I didn't know that about epilepsy. And it's I also didn't know you could cure yourself of it. So that's something I would love to hear more about. But the fact that having that is what caused you to turn on this artistic part of your brain and that you just kept tuning into it for years and years and years and flexing that muscle. Mm -hmm. I just think that's so interesting. And it's also kind of like, to me, I have to bring everything back to being a New Yorker, but kind of like that hustle of being like, I just looked for change under the couch cushions and like, I wanted to feed this in myself and I loved this. And it was something that made me feel great about myself. I just, God, New Yorkers are just so interesting to me. Like, I'm just like the people you meet here. I just love it. Okay. So let's just get into some of our questions of the show. Cause I think we're just going to find out more and more about you. First up is when did you move to New York? I moved to New York, August 1st, 2010. I've been here for almost 13 years. You're definitely definitely a New Yorker then. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, in the arbitrary world of rules that we have created on They Had Fun, it's 10 years, whether people agree with that or not, that's fine. You're definitely a New Yorker. I love that you know the date specifically. And do you know <laughs> that because like you remember flying in or driving in or something like that? What happened the day you came? Actually, I took the train in. I took the Amtrak. That was back when Amtrak had cheaper tickets. Now they're like airline tickets. <laughs> you took the train from Ohio? I did. Oh, wow. I bet that was a journey. Because I, you know what? I really wanted to mentally prepare myself for that journey. I felt like I needed time to sit with it because, you know, again, at that time, I was still epileptic. My parents really were like, we don't think you should go. And I was like, but I got to go and I'm grown. So you can't make me stay. Yeah. So I'm going. But it was still that thing in the back of my mind. Like, am I doing the right thing? Like, I'm so far away from home now. Am I going to succeed? You have all these thoughts. Yeah. So I felt like me flying in, me taking the bus in or any other quicker way would have made me have to face the fear quicker. So I was like, I'll just take the train for 14 hours so and that I could actually sit, sit with this and yeah. like process like how I'm going to make my life work there. Wow. That you're doing it again. I'm floor. I'm like, wow. First of all, we haven't had anyone arrive on the train and I'm not saying it's rare. I'm just saying we haven't <laughs> talked about it yet, but it also says so much about you and your character that you're like, I need to sit with this. How am I going to make this work? This city can destroy me if I let it. And I need to, I just think that is such a great story of that. And I mean, it leads in perfectly <laughs> to our second question, which is always, why did you move to New York? So tell us a bit about the decision to do it when we know that the fear can sometimes stop people. 
Yeah, so I never felt truly comfortable living in Cleveland. I always felt like my passion for clothing and style and glamour was very much frowned upon. Mm -hmm. So having studied, you know, all of these publications for so long, I was just like, New York is where I need to be. Um, And then I remember watching a season of America's Next Top Model and they were in New York City. And I was just like, yeah, like I totally just need to go there. So I wanted to come to New York for college. And my parents were like, hell no, it's too (laughs) expensive. You're a sick child. We're not having it, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up having to study fashion in Ohio, which was only 45 minutes from my parents. My initial thought, like once I graduated, I was like, all right, I'm packing my shit and I'm going. I don't know how I'm going to make it work, but I'm getting out of here. (laughs) (laughs) The city just draws people like that. I think it's a familiar tale of I just have to get there. It's also something we talk about seeing movies when you're a kid, but yours being a TV show that like drew you in and 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 the city just seems like this, like this character or this otherworldly thing that if I can just get there, I can be myself or I can try all these things that I've been wanting to do that I can't do here. And that's something I hear from people a lot of like, I just have to get there, find my people, be myself. And I love that. And I'm so glad that you did it. There's all these things that could have <laughs> stopped you. You could have been scared. You could have been what, you know, whatever. And you did it. And I just think it's so great. And now all of us New Yorkers get to experience your greatness. <laughs> Thank you. Because you came. Okay. Well, I love that story. You're definitely a New Yorker. You've been here for a while. Let's go ahead and get to the most important question of the show. And that is, Shaquita, what is the most fun you've ever had in New York City? So I would actually have to say my wedding day. Oh, yay. Honestly, even when we think back to the days <laughs> of my wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it, it's multiple days. My <sighs> husband and I actually got married at City Hall Friday. Oh, my God. I love it. This is our second City Hall wedding. And that is how I don't know you have many more days to come and we'll hear about it. But <laughs> that just to me proves how magical it is at City Hall. It's such a special venue. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Yeah, we got married uh, at City Hall Friday, June twenty. 20- oh my gosh please don't let my husband hear this no there's so many dates that I have to remember but I remember waking up that morning I don't know there was such like an ethereal kind of like feeling where I just felt very light and you know we looked at each other like oh my god we're really about to do this like you know it was just so crazy it was just the two of us and my best friend um, because all of my family came in town because our ceremony was going to be in Central Park the next day So the reason that we ended up getting married at City Hall was because we found our our officiant, but she wasn't licensed to perform ceremonies in New York City, only New York State, like upstate. There's two separate things there. So we found that out at the last minute. So we were like, she was like, your marriage wouldn't be legal. So we were like, (laughs) oh, God. So now what what do we have to do? So then we have to scramble and try to like get our marriage license because there's a certain window that you have to have them before you can actually get married at City Hall. Yeah, we did all that. And then, you know, the nick of time. How stressful. (laughs) Yes. But we did it. We got married. I didn't wear white to my ceremony, but I was like, I feel like this is special enough for me to wear white. So I actually wore this really pretty like maxi dress from H&M. And I know it's like kind of like cringeworthy for someone like me, but (laughs) (laughs) 
I was just like, the dress was so beautiful and so tasteful for the moment. And I felt, I felt pretty in it. I was just like, you know, it was, it was so nice. I love it. And then the ceremony was the next day, which was like, <laughs> that was quite the ordeal. Oh, why? Well, I had to have a lot of hands on deck that was not my family because my husband's family, well, his mom and everybody was in from Florida and different places. And again, my family was in from Cleveland. So I couldn't have them technically like help with the wedding because they didn't know where anything was, how to get around. <laughs> so, you know, I had to like gather all of my friends from work and different parts of my life. And we got married at Ladies Pavilion. So it's kind of like deep in Central Park. So there's a certain pathway that you have to follow in order to get to Ladies Pavilion or you'll get lost. I actually went days before to study the path because I kept getting lost. <laughs> so even I like a few times I took a few of my friends because I was like, we have to learn this path. We have to know. So learn the route. Right. So I wore like a red wedding gown. So I actually <gasps> bought like a bunch of big red balloons. My, I had my friends tied the balloons along the path. So on the invitation, it said, follow the red balloon. So smart. Everybody got there. I'm a stickler for time. I'm always either early or right on time. So I was like, be on time. I'm not fucking playing with anyone because we will start without you. So our wedding started two minutes early. <laughs> Everyone was on time. The only wedding in history. Because I meant it. I meant that with my whole soul. And only because when you are getting married in like a public park, you have to get a permit to do so. Yes. And you only have a permit for a certain amount of times. We don't have time for hiccups because also... <laughs> We got married at 10 a.m. in the morning and then our reception was on a yacht. Oh, my God. We got another <laughs> layer. Oh, my God. Right. I, I want to let you keep going, but I just love the, the idea of Central Park and just like how so much New York that is and the magic <laughs> you must have felt with having everyone around you. I mean... I don't know if I'll keep this in, but I'll tell you, I got married in a park in New York City too. And I just know that feeling so well. And it just yes. feels so magical. And I'm, I'm tearing up just a little bit, just thinking about you guys being there and just all of it. Okay, sorry. Then you No, okay. it's okay. <laughs> so you have a you have a boat party. Yeah. So we actually our reception was on a yacht and we it was like leaving at noon. So the thing about it is like this catapulted me into being a wedding planner because <laughs> well, another, another hyphenate. Yes, but I'm not I'm not a wedding planner anymore. But I did have a moment <laughs> where I planned weddings because my husband and I were so broke at the time. We couldn't technically afford like a big expensive wedding. So it costed us $25 for the permit to get married at Ladies Pavilion. So our wedding costs us $25. Yes. Our family, they all purchased their own tickets for the yacht party because I was like, what's an inexpensive way for us to have unlimited food and drinks for our guests? And we're not paying thousands of dollars. Right. So I called Hornblower and they were like, yeah, we could give you a group discount. You guys could have a whole boat or whatever. Our families only ended up paying $70 for three hour cruise around the city. And it was unlimited food and drinks. So I was like, 
I mean, like this is a mini vacation for everybody. This is again so smart to like even think like that. The hustle, the New York hustle. And also like with the permit, when it comes to music, the permit says that you can't have any like amplified music, no DJ, anything like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, like what are we gonna do? I can't walk down the aisle in silence. I went on Craigslist and I was like, what if we had guitarist who sings? So that's what we did. We hired a guitarist. He charged like $30 an hour or something cheap. Wow. And my mom was like, I'll pay for that. And I was like, okay. Uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we booked the guitarist. And my most favorite part was after we said I do, the guitarist sang Sign Still Delivered. Yes, I love that song. Oh my gosh. Every time I think about it, I want to cry because it was such a happy moment. <laughs> You're making me cry. I know, because it was like, it was a, a very recognizable song and a significant amount of our guests were older and my age. So everybody was familiar with the song. And then everyone started to sing with the guitarist. So we're walking through Central Park and all of our guests are behind us, like dancing and singing the Stevie what Wonder song. What a moment. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have chills. I can see the beauty of it all. Your family, your friends, the love of your life, all of the, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the fact that all of my friends showed up for me that day and like made sure they greeted the guitarist, the balloons were in place, everything was in place. I didn't have to worry because they all just, but again, that goes to show I'm a good leader as well. <laughs> but <laughs> they executed it to perfection. We all have pictures in front of the Statue of Liberty. We danced and, you know, everyone got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much. What a memory. What a beautiful time. What a fun time. I kind of want to ask if it's okay. Yeah, I think it is. Why you chose to get married in New York. You know, so many people, especially on a budget, would be, again, scared of something like that. But why did you and your husband decide to do it here rather than Florida or Ohio? Well, that was the thing. We felt like if we had gone back to Cleveland, it would have turned out to be like something huge because again if I'm in town just to give you a little background of how large my family is my grandmother is one of 15 children <gasps> oh my god so I have a lot of cousins a lot of aunts and uncles that wedding would have cost us I mean a lot of money yes yeah to be honest with you as expensive as New York City is there are little gems that you can find here and there where you can make this work. We made our wedding work. We only paid $25 and we got married in Central Park. I I don't know how many people can actually say that. We got yeah. married in such a huge landmark. We had our wedding on a yacht. Typically, if you say those two things together, you're thinking this wedding cost nearly a million dollars. Right. And it didn't. It cost us $25. I feel the same way. It's why I got married in a park. I think there are opportunities. I mean, not only are you bringing us a lovely, beautiful, very heartfelt story, but you're giving us the knowledge. And I think it's something too that I feel the same way. People oftentimes overlook there are parks for the people in New York City. There are pockets and parts that are just for us and not everything has to cost a bunch of money. And I think it's such a good thing for people to think about. And I think it's so lovely. And I truly feel like honored that you told me that story because it's just so beautiful and it's such a moment in your life and you'll have it forever. And I think your choice to do it here it's great. It's New York City. Why not get married here? It's the greatest city in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that you had so much fun doing that and that you told us about it. 
Thank you for sharing that story. And now I have to ask you my last question of the show. And that (laughs) is, what is your favorite thing about New York? I would have to say the heartbeats. I mean that because I feel like there's never a dull moment here. You could literally step outside and there's always something to see, something to do. You're going to run into something or somebody. I don't want to say I never have a bad day because there are always there's always something going on in life. I'm someone's mom. So, yeah. But (laughs) in terms of the city, I just don't really feel like I have a bad day here. It's always so lively and honestly has what contributed to the success of my career and my marriage and my life because I get all of my energy from the city. When the pandemic happened, it was a little bit of a struggle for me because again, there was nobody outside. So it was like, where am I pulling from? Because there's nothing. So yeah, like I, I love the heartbeat of this city. I found my heart here. Oh my God. (laughs) Shaquita, you're killing me. It's such a perfect answer. It's just, it's so, so you and lovely. And it ties into everything you've been telling us this entire interview. It's so beautiful. I love it so much. I feel the exact same way. I mean, we don't need to talk about me, but I feel 100% the exact same way. There's always something going on and you never know if you go take a walk in Central Park tomorrow, you might see two people having the most fun day of their life. (laughs) You might walk right by. Thank you so much for being on the show, for telling that incredibly personal, heartfelt story. I loved hearing it. Thank you. I And I'm happy to share. I'm so glad I got to share it with you. Oh, thank you. Most of all, thanks, New York. They had fun.